episode of super friends sit down as we are coming to you post valentine's day so happy birthday and congratulations to all of the november and december babies that are coming from someone coming to my left adjusting their microphone we have vince what's up he just came back from what he discovered is new england what's up baby uh, yeah i didn't realize that like new england was like a set of states Yes, New England is more than just Massachusetts. It's pretty much the told you that. pretty much the entirety of the Northeast past um, New York. Okay. Well, guess what? You learned. It ain't gonna do me no justice. It'll help you identify it if you need to. Eh, I'll just call the state a state. That's fine. Tell me, Alex. What Some did you do this weekend? Uh, I had myself a nice little Valentine's Day. I had myself way too much food um, through Super Bowl Sunday, which... Mm, as one does. Yeah. I mean, kudos to Pete, because that great... the house down? Oh, yeah. Chili, pulled chicken, cornbread, it's, uh, cheesy, Me, some greens, sort of tomatoes, cheesy, tomatoes, cheesy tomatoes, dip tomatoes. that I didn't have, because I, it was just too much. Somebody, uh... I forget who did it. I think it might have been Melissa, Kyle's Melissa, that made dirt. Bitch. I love that. That's yeah. one of my faves. Uh, you can't really go wrong with dirt. You really can't. It's Oreos. It's pudding. It's gummy bears. Gummy worms. You know, you throw a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's Thank deliciousness. You. Thank you for explaining because I'm sure there's people out there that don't know what dirt is. People just thinking like, yeah, we took spoonfuls of topsoil and just. Mm. You'd be surprised at how many people are not aware of the beautiful dessert that is known as dirt. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I uh, brought it up to Jackie and she was like, oh, mud pies. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Same mud thing. pie. That's I, usually what I call it. Is it? Well, it's a, so he, now here's the thing. It depends on how it's served. <laughs> is it if you're serving the... it, if you're serving it in a giant bowl in a giant um, like aluminum tin that's rectangular. Well, that's a dirt cake. Mm-hmm. That's a dirt cake. If you're putting them in little cuppies. Well, sweetheart, those are dirt cups. Got dirt cups. You put it in a pie dish, now that's a mud pie. Anything in a pie dish isn't automatically a pie. Okay. I can respect that. Um, pre pre Valentine's Day Super Bowl, I also saw Jackass Forever, which was just such an entertaining. Delight. Did you go on Sunday? No. Oh. I went on Thursday. Ah. But because Super Bowl Sunday was Sunday. Yeah. And then. Uh, oh, I went to the movies on Sunday. Yeah, you saw Scream again. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. For a third time. And I'll tell you what, it's it holds up. She's still a, I still enjoy it. And I'm still gonna keep enjoying it. And ain't nobody gonna tell me I can't enjoy it. You do whatever you wanna do, but And this time I enjoyed it with some dippin' dots. Nice. Bridge. I uh for Valentine's Day I got Jackie and I told each other we weren't going to do gifts, but then we both ended up getting each other a little something-something. See, that's the problem with people. You can't do that. If you agree on no gifts, then no gifts. Well, what ended up happening was she found... Like, we both had the same dilemma where we both came across something, and we were like, I got to do it. <sighs> so, on her end... Like, I get that, but... On her end, she got me, us, little stickers made of mm-hmm. our favorite photo, but, like, we're cartoons 
on the sticker. Yeah. It's actually pretty like adorable. And then I got her us a uh matching underwear that have wine and like cheese and charcuterie and stuff on them. Because they came across my Instagram and I was like, Okay, I have to do this. You fell for the trap. I'm wearing them now. They're great. Are- They're comfortable. <laughs> Are they really? They're fucking comfortable, dude. So worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we both appreciate each other's company and our gifts, and, you know, it was a good old time. That's great. I love that for you. How was yours? How was your weekend? You were, I went again. To, I went to Boston. You were in Boston. I went to Boston. And Did you see a baby freaking wheel? You don't know that video, do you? Never mind. I'm, <laughs> it's okay. Wow. You've never seen the video? It's like looking it's in a mirror. The two guys fishing. And the guy's like, oh, jeez, it's a baby freaking wheel, bro. Oh, it looks hurt or something, dude. You never you never saw. No, I've never seen that. But I would also just like to say, how does it feel? It's annoying because. How does it feel videos, to know something is so funny to you and I know nothing about it? It feels dumb because I know that everyone has seen it except for you. And That's you dig into the caves of obscurity to find out lie. something. It's a bald headed lie. Bald headed? It's a bald headed lie. I don't believe that everyone. What is a bald headed lie? It's a lie that's bald. That is dumb. And headed. Continue. Tell tell me about New England. Boston. Tell me about Boston. Whatever. <laughs> tell me about- I wasn't in all the states, all right? I was just in Boston. Tell me about massive two shits. Let me tell you about massive two shits. It was not that hard to get there. It's a I thought, shot. Well, I thought it was gonna be like annoying with traffic. Because that's what everyone kept telling me. Connecticut is a shithole. Nah, bitch. Zoom, 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 zoom. I wasn't driving a Mazda, but zoom, zoom, zoom. What time did you drive? We left at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Saturday, okay. It's not bad. So we got pretty lucky there. And then, so we got there and immediately went to a dispensary. Because marijuana is legal. Did you um stop first, or did you get to where you were going? And so we then... drove to the hotel, which, as we were driving to the hotel, we noticed that uh, directly after the hotel is a Starbucks with a drive-thru, and then right after that Starbucks is a dispensary. So we just had, like, everything within a driving reach of, like, two minutes. Nice. It was beautiful. It was lovely. I went to three different dispensaries, one each day. That's it? Well... Because there's, you know, there's daily limits. You can only buy so much. And let me tell you. You go to three different dispensaries, but you'll go see the same movie three times. Tell me more. I went to three different dispensaries because they each have different things. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. all of them have the same stuff. It's weed. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've seen pre-rolled joints all the time. I've never in my life seen a pre-rolled blunt or a pack of a pre-rolled blunt. I love that. Welcome to the legal states, bro. I love... Well, let me tell you. Walking into a dispensary is like an elevated shopping experience. Everyone's really nice. They're mm-hmm. probably high. Mm-hmm. There's just like... It's like you go to... It's like going to Lush. That's what it reminds me. It's like Lush, but marijuana. I don't know. The employees at Lush are a little pretentious sometimes. It'd be like that. It's because they know they're selling products you're going to buy. They could be pretentious all they want. They could spit in my face and say, this will make you look beautiful, and I'll still buy it. I'll buy the bullshit. I almost bought a $90 moisturizer from Lush because the sales rep told me this is the same formula Princess Diana used to use. 
Remember how you told me that I'm falling for the bullshit? Are you fucking kidding me? I know I fall for the bullshit. I openly admit, <laughs> I openly admit I do I fall for the bullshit. And I'll tell you when I fall for the bullshit. If I fall for it, I fall for it. I don't always fall for the bullshit. I don't always fall for the bullshit. But I fall for the bullshit sometimes. So we got to the hotel. Check-in was it until 3 and we got there at 1. So naturally they were like, yeah, no, we can't even let you check in early because our systems are down until 3 o'clock. Don't understand what that even was, but systems were down. Not to be confused with system of a down. Um, no, that doesn't get a little reaction was, out of you. I was going to attempt to do the really fast lyrics and chop suey, but I just held back. Okay. You really held back because you didn't even like. My lips puckered inward. So I was like, <laughs> no. Decided not to. So, yeah, we got there, went to the dispensary, and then we drove to this park where there's, like, these cute little metal ducks. Metal ducks? Mm-hmm. That, someone asked me if they were real because they looked real, and I was like, those look like fucking metal to me, bro. Did, um, did you happen to go to Quincy Market? No, we didn't do a lot of things. So we got there on Saturday. You went somewhere and didn't do a lot of things. Oh, let me just explain to you why. <laughs> okay. Did I not take a picture of the ducks? Where are the fucking ducks? Sounds like you don't have all your ducks in a line. I don't have all my ducks in a row. Oh. <laughs> but so we went to go see the ducks. It was like almost sixty degrees on Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. Beautiful out on Saturday. It was awesome. So we went to the park, we walked around, we had a good time, checked into the hotel, got unpacked, got you know, we chilled out, did whatever, and then we got ready for dinner. We went to this restaurant called Grasshopper. It's an all-vegetarian restaurant. Mm. It's like, I don't remember if it was Chinese or Japanese, but it was Asian-style vegetarian food. Okay. What I tell you, we walked into this restaurant, and a fucking 12-year-old was running the bitch. I was so impressed. This kid was doing fucking laps around this restaurant, busting tables, getting out mobile orders, giving orders to the to the kitchen, taking people's orders at the table, sitting people, checking people out, boom, boom zoom, zooms like all over. You're sure it was a child and not like a Hasbullah situation? This was a full fucking child. This was the this child was maybe a year older than my nephew. Okay. And I just I, I looked at Joe and I was like, my nephew could never. That's he would crumble. It's a little sad. It's a little sad, but I was also very impressed. It is wildly impressive, but also it's wildly sad. impressive. I felt terrible because I was like, this poor kid is like busting his ass. But he did he did his job and he did it well. So kudos to you. Sitting in the restaurant though, we were talking and I was telling Joe about um, my friend who moved to Missouri. I've, you saw my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. The three people that listen to this podcast probably haven't, but follow me on Instagram and look at my weird stories. My friend's sister moved to Missouri, and she is a manager at the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. She was able to buy and mortgage a house with her salary from being a manager at the Cracker Barrel. I would suspect that managing a restaurant pulls in a pretty decent salary to cracker barrel it's managing a restaurant dude the place gets busy i don't know happier than a pig and shit living living her best life she loves it in missouri i could never move to a state like missouri alabama kentucky oregon couldn't do it i could never why not oregon 
which is not even in the same realm of the country. It's just like what what are they known for? What's Oregon known what's for? Or, what's Oregon known for? Beautiful scenery, Portland. Uh, God knows, like so much more. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know what they're not known for? Hmm. Gay. Oregon. I have, I have not seen anything worth remembering from Oregon that's been gay, or at least gay enough for me. Did you look? You know what? You got me there. Yeah, because you never fucking pull a source. Portland is an insanely progressive city. That's it. Actually, has a neighborhood just like Philly. That's Portland, Oregon. I thought that was Portland, Maine. That was more gay. Portland, Oregon has its or uh, Portland, Maine has its gays. Both Portlands are very like hip and fun and yeah. Listen, if I'm not jumping into Portlandia, I don't want it. Never watched. So you never watched Portlandia? No. Oh, it was a good show ahead of its time. I I think. In fact, when I was looking for places to stay in Portland for when we go to Oregon. One of the houses, like, had a, like, pride through and true, like, big old rainbow flag with the Airbnb host had, like, the, the two, like, the lesbian couple and, like, all that. Mm. So, mm. there there is, like, a, there, there's probably a pretty... All right, then, Oregon Oregon is, is last on the list of places I don't want to move to. Also, do you know where Oregon is on the map? Yes. Where? It's by Washington. Okay, good. Because, like, that's nowhere near I know. Alabama, Missouri. I'm aware. <laughs> I may not know what the fuck New England is, but I at least know that Oregon is not near those states on the map. Just making sure. Because you skipped over a lot of nothing states. Like I know. Like, I'm not like, going to move to fucking North Dakota or South Dakota. I'm not going to fucking Michigan. States that I could potentially move to? Baby, New York, New Jersey, California, or Florida. I, and Florida is really, like... Very surprising. Well, I, Miami South Beach area, Mama. I gotta go Fort Lauderdale, maybe. You know, gate. That's the real neighborhood. Okay. I just can't see myself really outside of like New York City or New York State. Like, like the five boroughs. Ugh. I can't imagine myself living in New York State. I don't know. I just don't see it for me. New York State is just like a regular neighborhood right over the. Border. I know. That's what I'm saying. I can't see that for me. Okay. I like where I'm at. You're a city gal. Yeah. I'm just vibing. I probably, if it wasn't so, so snowy, I could probably do Boston because it reminds me a lot of like New York. Okay. What about like uh, towards Atlanta? Atlanta's progressive and it's fun. It ain't that progressive yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Maybe if it, maybe if they flip the state completely blue, I can, what about, I can make it. <laughs> I can make it happen, um, but. Georgia, there's still some areas that I don't know. Atlanta's Atlanta's it's fun to visit. See, it's one of those things where it's like it's too hot there. You just mentioned Florida. Yeah, but Florida is literally like, I it's got to be a, it's got to be it make the deal worth it. See, to me, it's like the top places that I would live in is New York, New Jersey, or California, and then it's like Florida. Florida for me is like scraping the bottom of the barrel because the other states don't fucking matter. They don't even count. So you're, you're, Florida's just gay enough for you to deal with the heat? Florida is just cheap enough for me to maybe deal with the heat. It's definitely not gay enough, although there is some gay area. Okay. But it, it might just be cheap enough for okay. me to just deal with it. Okay. 
Because with all the money I'm saving, I could just buy another air conditioner. Putting that money to good use. Invest in hydroelectricity. Go buy the water. That's fair. So, yeah, the food was really good at Grasshopper. Yeah, we I'm all way off lie. topic there. <laughs> okay. Not going to lie. So <laughs> Good good recall. I got to tell you. That, I'm impressed. So, the food was really good there. Now, my friend is in Missouri. Crack, cracker Barrel manager, house, loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. And I, someone who wants to live in the city, will pay $300 for make-believe meat instead of buying a house. So, uh, off the air... Vince and I were talking about this, and it turns out that $300 was not the bill. No, the bill was actually not $300. It was just me making a joke at how expensive vegan, vegetarian food is when it's mimicking a meat. How much food did you get? for How, how much was the bill? I don't know, because I didn't actually pay for it. Okay. So I Did you guys get a lot of food? We got three appetizers and three entrees. This place is actually, I'm not going to lie... I was, I was making a joke about how expensive like vegan food is, and then the like the menu came and I looked at the menu and I was like, this food is really cheap. Why is this so affordable? Like like an entree was like eleven dollars, hmm. and I was shocked because it was delicious. We had gotten it was called the No Name. It was basically just sweet and sour chicken. It was so yummy, so but the, not chicken. So the entrees were eleven. So was was the bill even like one hundred and fifty? No, I think it, I think the bill is under $100. It was probably one of the cheapest, like, full vegan dinners I've ever had. Wow. Just putting out lies. Well, because in New Jersey or New York, it would be that much. Like, I, I could never imagine eating that good I think if at you, that price point. I think if you order six things from any restaurant anywhere ever, it's going to be a little closer to 300 I, I've honestly been to. wrapping my head around. It. I was like, what the fuck could they have gotten for $300 between two people that don't drink? <laughs> Like did they order the entire menu. What happened? <laughs> I didn't realize people like people would take me literally when I said three hundred dollars. But we were just cracking up at, at make believe meat. Was it tofu, seitan? So they had a little bit of everything. They had like a gluten option. They had a soy option. So the the veg chicken was pretty good. It reminded me of like a like a like a uh, boneless wing. Okay, but the veggie beef. The what like the two ways that we had it ordered, it didn't look that good. It looked I'm not even gonna lie, it looked like a hot dog that was boiled and sliced. Ew. It looked like sliced hot dogs. And the one thing I ordered was supposed to be stir fried and they sauteed it instead. Those so monsters. Well no, because when you saute it, like all the juice gets I'm put kidding. in there. I'm kidding. So they put all the all the all the wet warm liquid and it looked like it looked like hot dog water. Ew. So it didn't taste bad. It just looked unappealing. <laughs> but it was actually pretty yummy and very cheap, like I said. And then, That's surprising. I got to give it to you. You want to hear like the saddest part about the first night in Boston? We were supposed to have a threesome. I fell asleep. We both fell asleep. We were, we were zooted. So we were supposed to hook up with this guy that we were talking to. That you knew previously or like you got no, there and established? We were, just, we were just establishing, you know, our, our footing. Um, but we were supposed to, it was like 1045 and I was like, that's kind of late. If you want him to come over, we've been up since 6am. I don't know. So I fell asleep, postponed, woke up Saturday morning and we went to this diner. This diner 
This diner. This diner. Let me tell you something about vegan people or people with vegan food. Is it another? Is it a vegan diner? Yeah. Okay. Y'all bitches got some fucking nerve. Y'all bitches got some motherfucking nerve to sit up in here and open at 6 a.m. and close at 2 p.m. A l- That's rude. A lot For a of- diner? I mean, we're used to diners here as like a this 24 was a hour half, thing. This was this was a 75% traditional diner donut shop with 25% of a vegan menu. Would you say it was more of a cafe? Like it's pretty common for these No, bitch, places. this was like a fucking this was like a diner. This rem- it reminded me of Comfy. Comfy closes at like 3 o'clock. What the fuck? Why? Because they serve breakfast and lunch and that's it. No, they had more than just breakfast and lunch on this menu. I'm going to look it up right now. Tell me more. Tell me more about why. What was this place called again? Donut Villa Diner. So if you want to look up the menu. But I got avocado toast. Yeah, they actually close every day at 3 o'clock. 8 to, eight to 3. What's this? Comfy. Oh, really? 8 to 3. Huh. Breakfast, lunch, get the fuck out. Even 8 <laughs> to 3 is kind of fucked. Because like at least, at least 6 o'clock, like, you get the early birds. But, like, I don't. I don't know. I don't agree to that. Eight but o'clock I, but eight, I respect it. Eight o'clock on a weekday is literally only senior citizens, people who work at home. Eight o'clock on a weekend, like, that seems reasonable. Maybe seven. Mm. But three o'clock for a place that only serves breakfast and lunch, like, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. Because I a like lot breakfast of cafe, all day. Cafes, <laughs> coffee shop, go to IHOP. Fuck you. Fuck what a you. slap in the face. Go to IHOP for breakfast. Uh, fuck you. I'm not going to the International House of Pancakes. Fuck off. That's so... Alex, I thought you knew me better than that. Go somewhere else for breakfast all day. Go to a, go to a actual diner. You know what? Maybe I will if I can find okay. one that's open past 3 p.m. That's good. Don't you dare say, like, the Rio or something. No, the Rio's dog shit. <laughs> Big fan. Of, I, I I like of of any diner that's nearby here. That's good. Menlo Park Diner. Yeah, but but the what's the one in Newark? Cats? No, that's New York. Um, oh, Tops not there anymore. Tops is done. How? I think that they're gonna demo it. No, and they're putting something else there. No, fucking I cu- maybe way. I could have sworn my brother and his friend Mackenzie told me that. That place is such a hot spot. I know. I remember I wanted to go there one time, and it was like a fucking two-hour wait. Yeah, we uh we went after a Devils game once, and it was it, it was spectacular. I couldn't believe how good it was for a fucking diner. Oh, and how busy. Yeah, on and popping. Uh, I mean, as of right now, it's it's open and available. Is Tops Diner closed? Why is? I could have sworn someone told me it was closing. Uh, this article is from 2019. Tops Diner in East Newark to be demolished, but it's coming back three times bigger. Oh, so then maybe they demoed and made it bigger. Yeah. Maybe they'll finally be able to take more people, and it won't be a two-hour wait. Well, mind you, this this article is also almost three hours, three hours, three years old. Right. So, it so was. Hopefully, the demo is done by now. I was there two years ago. Okay. So it's been anything that's already like had to be done has is done. Like it's up and running and doing its thing. It takes a lot longer than a year to demolish and rebuild something. I. Don't think they. Let's see. Do, 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 do. 
Oh, the TikTok diner is also very good. When the hell is the TikTok diner? God, I don't want to go. I don't want to go near anything TikTok anymore. Well, it's TikTok with a C. Both both have C's. Um. So Saturday it was beautiful, but then Sunday it was disgustingly snowy. And it was really annoying to try to travel around Boston in the snow. It wasn't – the roads weren't bad. It was just annoying to try to move around. So we <laughs> went to another dispensary and got a whole bunch of stuff. And then we went to the movies, and I did see Scream. I sure did, and it was amazing. I enjoyed it a third time through. I'm not even going to lie to you. And then what did we do? Oh, we went to this – we went – we <laughs> we're done seeing Scream. We go back to the hotel room, finally have our threesome. That was fun. Good good little moment. Um, Sam, what's his name? Something. I don't know. I, I can't find anything about the diner. Uh, it looks like it's still being demolished and rebuilt, but I don't know when. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, so, I've been. It's awesome. I recommend it. Cool. I'm going to have to try to go because I honestly have been wanting to go. We went to this taco place, though. Vegan tacos. There are a lot of vegan food in Boston. It's a city, man. They got to keep up with everybody. Yeah. So this taco place. Oh, jackfruit taco and then a potato taco. It's actually pretty freaking good. Potato tacos are a very under underrated. 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 And Taco Bell does them and I get them all the time. That's what I'm saying. They're underrated and underutilized. I'm not going to lie. You know what I love to do? They used to make this. It was like a cheesy beef potato burrito from Taco Bell. And sometimes I'll just get the potato burrito, and I'll just add seasoned beef to it, and it tastes the same. It's the shit. It's really good. But we walked into this restaurant first time. Never uh, never been there, obviously. The woman's like, okay, yeah, just seat yourself. So we sit down. I look down. I look up, and they have all these posters on the wall. And I see Red Right Hand by Nick Cage, which is um, one of the songs from Scream. Mm-hmm. And I was just it. I was like, oh, this was meant to happen here. I feel at home. I That's, feel welcome. I felt that way about uh, Jordan and I. We went to a show in the city years and years and years ago, and we were kind of just like stumbling around town. We were like, we're hungry. And we went to a pizza place, got our pizza, got garlic knots, sat down. On the wall is a framed newspaper article of Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito from Twins. And we sat right under it, like, not knowing. And we were just like, this is meant to be. Yeah. This is fucking great. Yeah. That's pretty great. Um, well, so let me tell you, after okay. after we left the taco place, though, I was like, all right, well, we still have some time to kill. Like, we, it's still the night's early. And uh, I was like, hmm, I wonder, like, I wonder if there's any hookah bars in the area. And this has become a longstanding and not very great tradition where anytime that we're out of town, I'll try to find a hookah bar and it turns into a total fucking manhunt for this place that somehow never exists. And I get really annoyed and frustrated. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I looked for a hookah place that was seven minutes from the hotel. So I was like, oh, that's even better. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Wasn't there. Find another one, walk in, looking like we're walking into, like, the Aztec caves. <sighs> in a good way or a bad way? I thought it was going to be good. Because it was like a club, it was vibe, there was music pumping, and walk in, it was not the vibe. 
it was not the vibe. So we sat down, we ordered a hookah, watched the Super Bowl halftime show, and then left because they had it on the TVs. Mm-hmm. And then after, I was like, "All right, we got to watch the halftime show. Cool." What did you think of the halftime show? I really liked it. I'm not gonna lie. I think they should do this every year where they get an ensemble of artists that have similar sounds together that work in this like a similar genre, and just have an all out fucking piss fest like this artist does this and this artist is doing that they got 50 cent fucking upside down in a box are you kidding me i know that was hysterical (sighs) one thing i didn't like about that though is that the um the way they had it set up only half of the stadium could see some of the stuff that was happening i know and that does suck that's the only thing i disagree with everything else i thought was awesome i gotta say though 70,000 people are in that stadium, millions of people at home, so they're not really worried about the stadium goers. Yeah. You know what the minimum price of a ticket was for that? I don't even want to know. Just just guess. $1,000. Mm-mm. More? Was, this was the highest. For a nosebleed, $1,000? This was the highest not... priced. Oh, the highest priced ticket. No, this was the highest priced Super Bowl. Oh. Like, regardless. Even more than last year when they had to, like, social distance everybody? Yeah. Damn. So, wait. How much was a ticket? So. Don't you dare tell me it was more than $2,000. Oh, it was, bitch. Shut the front door. You're lying. Hold on. I'm actually going to look it up. And. I do have to say, people watching in Boston was hilarious. And also just people in general. We were walking in the park and there was a guy set up with a table and a bench that says, I need a Valentine. Ladies, shoot your shot. And it was him sitting with on a, at a table with like like that fucking meme where it's like the guy sitting. It's like fill in the blank, like change my mind. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there, but like trying to get a Valentine where he's got like a thing of flowers. And I just that just reeks of desperation and i don't know if that was a performance art piece or if that was like a serious like i'm trying to get someone to be my valentine but just download hinge maybe maybe he wanted the the full experience of someone pitying him enough to be like yeah i guess i'll be your valentine since you put a sign together is it pity for him though or is it desperation on both sides um depends on who approaches him to be the valentine and maybe that's because somebody could approach him with the idea to be spiteful and rude and really just embarrass him. Or someone could also be just as desperate and be like, you know what? No other person has tried it, so I guess this might be it. Well, anybody who's going to go up to a guy and publicly embarrass them because they're just doing something for fun is an asshole. That's a lot of people, though. A lot of people are assholes. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, you ready? The cheapest ticket price per seat geek, which I'm assuming is a resale, mm-hmm. was $4,100. See, that's the problem. Is <clears throat> I want to know what the stadium was selling them for because Se- SeatGeek is a reseller. So people bought the tickets and now they're reselling them so they could put it, they are their own price tag on it. The most expensive tickets sold for $33,730. Somebody paid for a car to go to the Super Bowl. That's a lot of money. And then I saw some sort of statistic. Statistic. There we go statistic where 161 private jets left from that area yeah i saw that i saw that, that save the planet yeah See, i wonder, I wonder if one of those is leonardo dicaprio's jets uh <laughs> according to out. this according to this um thing flight here, log <laughs> no this uh <laughs> list of celebrities that were there no 
Oh, just because he wasn't there doesn't mean someone couldn't have chartered his plane. Fair. Celebrities have friends with planes. Like, I was watching an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And they were like, let's go to an island. Let's charter a plane. It's like, don't you know someone who has their own plane already? How do you feel? Yes. About Kanye's meltdown. Because he went to the Super Bowl looking like Squid Game. Okay. There are... There are two sides of this coin, let's say. As per most coins, yes. And I have to say, on one side of the coin, you've got Kanye embarrassing himself mm-hmm. on on social media. It's it's literally it, it's it's gone so far past the point of like being co- like comedy that it's almost like. <sighs> how much worse can you make your life for yourself? And then the other side of the coin is like, look at how you're embarrassing your mother, like the mother of your children and your kids. Mm-hmm. Your kids are going to see this on the internet one day if they haven't already. I, I love Azealia Banks. She is a hot, I was in the two one two, that song. She sings that. No idea. The two one two song. You don't know the two one two song. It's Not came out clear. literally like, in, 2012 i want to say she's known for beefing with people all over she was she called iggy azalea um what did she call her white she called her something (laughs) um she called her a whole bunch of shit she like was fighting with lana del rey on twitter like she fights with everybody gotta keep herself relevant somehow well yeah because she ruined her career by just being uh, like in a fight with everybody now one thing that's crazy, though, is Azealia Banks knows how to read a bitch. And she was not at all. Can you define what safe. that means? Uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to read it to you because I'm going to pull up what she wrote on her Instagram about Kanye West. OK. And I just I like that's exactly the once pro- once I read her analysis and her viewpoint, I was like, you know what? I agree wholeheartedly. Do you think that she saw this meltdown and was like, oh, shit, here we go. My opportunity to come back in the spotlight as the grand um, antagonist. No, because listen to her statement. Okay. Y'all are making way too many excuses for Kanye. This is the second time he has publicly bullied Northwest. First with the abortion shit, which let's just take a, a brief pause and talk about when Kanye West went on a whole Twitter rant a few years ago calling Chris Jenner, uh, Chris Jung-un. He tweeted that he wanted Kim to abort North. He did all this. And, like, she still stuck with him for, like, a couple more years and tried to make it work out a little bit. So that's why I'm like, it's embarrassing. Like, I th- like when Kim Kardashian issues a statement back at him, I was like, you know what? You know it's gotten bad when, like, they actually come up with a statement. Because it's very rare that they'll comment on on drama. So... Now putting her on blast on his Instagram page as if she's some sort of criminal. Also, I should state that this was after, like, the first maybe three posts Kanye put up. This is before, like, all the Pete Davidson stuff happened. Kanye had no... I asked you just what you thought about this. I know, but but listen, listen, (laughs) listen. Because you have, like, you have to... This is is what I think. Kanye had no problem with that magazine cover where North had on a fucking belly top and purple eyeliner with her little bud showing through the shirt... And he thought that was fashion. You all said nothing. 
Aside from the fact that he's making it his business to try and wreck the mental health of the only person around to care for his children, their mother, while he gallivants the streets with dirty industry interns, druggy slut bags, eating dirty steaks at La Dive bars, and is clearly having rapid opioid heroin come down and withdrawal, outbursts y'all want to call it a mental health issue. I have never seen Kanye have this much smoke for any of his male adversaries. This is pussy-ass, deadbeat, abusive, black man shit, and all you N-words trying to keep the cycle of plantation-style shaming and embarrassing young black children for being kids are what the fuck is wrong with this toxic-ass culture. Trying to accuse a mother of kidnapping her own child? Was Chicago supposed to be hanging out with him and Julia's horrible, cool sculpting while they get drunk and high so Julia can blow vape smoke in Chicago's face? Maybe North is looking for a fun escape because she has to look online to see her dumbass dad always talking shit about her mother. And when Kim won't give him the attention he begs for, he turns his anger around by posting her pictured Instagram talking about his will as if she's a fucking piece of property and not a young girl just trying to be happy for fuck's sake. Kanye West is an abusive psychopath and is it's beyond mental illness. Stop trying to help him and start trying to help the poor child that keeps on trying that he keeps on trying to embarrass and publicly garner sympathy for his ashy ass. That's a lot to take in, but I have to say she kind of hit the nail on the head at this point. It's embarrassing to keep doing all this publicly. And it's it's gone past the point of being funny. What do you think about it? What do I think about it? You don't think about I it. I don't think about it. But yet you asked me about it. Because I knew you'd have input. I, I have an opinion. That's input. I feel well, I feel like input would be something constructive to offer. I don't have any input. I just have an opinion. My opinion's not going to help the situation. You just went on a deep dive of shit when all I asked you was your, like, how you felt. You were just like, well, let That's me, an opinion. Let me, let me, for the, oh my That's God. my opinion! I, I brought up a question and you finally went to a source. <laughs> I sometimes have sources. I don't always have sources, but sometimes I have sources. Can I actually tell you? I looked into that drama with uh, that tweet that you sent me about from that guy. Yeah. In regard to that quote-unquote uh, movie gay, screening, gay rom-com movie screening. Yeah. Couldn't find a goddamn thing about it besides the Twitter thread. Interesting. Couldn't find a single thing. You know what I came across? I came across somebody <laughs> somebody making a lesbian joke about J-Lo and Owen Wilson's new movie. That movie looks so bad. I don't understand how or why. And everyone I've everyone that's seen a commercial is like, who thought this would be a good idea? Right? Who wants to see Gili again? I want to... No, this is worse. This is this is worse than Gili. That is a joke. This Thank you. This is worse. Because <laughs> I've actually seen Gili, and it was not as bad as this movie looks. Who was, who was the 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 love interest in Gili? Ben Affleck. Okay. Her current love interest in real life. <laughs> and, and now and now, she, and now she's going from... To, wow. Wow. I hate you. Because you were going to say Owen Wilson, I was going to say, wow. Can you imagine if this, like... Drives a new love scandal, then become JWoww. I need you Chef's to get kiss. your stuff. I need you to get your shoes on, take your bag, <laughs> and I need you to get the fuck out of my house. Why? Because you didn't think of the JWoww. Because I because hate you didn't think everything about that. Because statement. you didn't think of the comedy gold that just came out of my mouth. It is so appalling. <laughs> But it is hilarious. Thank you. 
Yeah, the whole concept for that wow. movie is really fucking dumb, though. I really want to know how they got that shit green. What is the actual story? Because <laughs> all I know about it is that it's J-Lo and Owen Wilson. So J-Lo is a singer. You know, oh. what a reach. Wow. <laughs> Her acting range is fucking crazy. So she's it's popu- like the fucking she- Rocky Mountains. So she's this popular <laughs> singer, and she's engaged to some guy who's played by Maluma, which... Who? Maluma, the singer. Is that the person who did Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Who's Maluma? What the hell's Maluma? Maluma is a Spanish singer, rapper. I, I honestly don't know if he sings and raps or if he just sings, but he's I don't know what he sings or what he does because Maluma he sings sounds, in Spanish. Maluma sounds like a game I would download on my phone. Um, I wish it was a game that I could play because I'd love to play with Maluma. I don't know a thing he's saying when he sings a song, but that's okay. This guy? Yes. Oh, very handsome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um. So he's in the movie playing her love interest. They're supposed to release some single called Marry Me. And apparently she finds out like right before going on stage that he's been cheating on her with her assistant. So then she decides to marry some random schmuck in the audience. And it somehow works out that she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll marry you, Owen Wilson. And then it's like, oh, my God, like, let's try to make it work. I know I know nothing about you. I don't even know your first name, but, yeah, I'm going to marry you. And and then he's just like, wow. And then he's like, well, I guess let's try and make it work. Like, you have nothing in fucking common with J-Lo or whatever her character's name is. Really interesting experience that I'm going to go through. But, you know, I I guess I could try it out. it, It looks like a Hallmark comedy, like a Hallmark movie that had way too much of a budget. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. It's a Hallmark producer who won the lottery. Yeah, that's so silly. It's honestly, I, I'm fearful for the future of movies because some of these movies because they keep letting J-Lo look good. Act. No, because she's not even a bad actor. It's just like the movies that she that she gets put into suck. The movies that she lands fucking suck. That movie enough was good. That's where she like fights back, right? Yeah, where okay. she that like that was a good movie. Um, the Cell. I liked The Cell, but I'm gay and like horror, so of course I'm going to like it. Strong female lead, horror, it's a gay man's dream. Why do you think I love Scream? Do you like Alien? Yes and no. See, like, the extraterrestrial thing, like, doesn't really do it for me. It's like, it's a cool theory in terms of, like, conspiracy, but not when it comes to, like, an action movie. Okay, never mind. I see. Like I, like I mean, no, no, like, I, I, it took me a second, but I yeah, you like you see, you see what I'm saying? Like the whole like the alien versus predator, I does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you want to sit here and talk to me about like Area 51 and like secret experiments and shit, like that'll do. Okay. That'll fuck with. Yeah, that it took me a second to get there, but I got you. Uh, and uh, I didn't get to touch on it much, but uh, I saw a cinematic masterpiece in Jackass Forever, which. One thing you would like about it is that there's, um, much like Euphoria, dicks, very many wieners. Love that. Um, from the guys on the, what? N- no, from the girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like the main cast, or is it like other people? Uh, Pontius, Stevo. Uh, and it's uncensored. Yeah, it's a movie. Sometimes they censor the. You nudity. get a, You get a full frontal. Of, Sometimes they censor the. Nudity. You get a full frontal. Full, full frontal. Of Steve-O's just dick and balls before they get covered in bees. Dick and cock. Covered in bees? Mm-hmm. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I'm not going to let you know how, how it goes. Would you say he was 
hung or would you say he was stung? I'd say things were buzzing. Um, <laughs> now, they also bring in newer people because they have to start filling the shoes of the Jackass crew because they are on their way into their 50s. But I got to give it. Wait, is Jackass going to continue with this new cast? Uh, it's only a few new people. If I had to guess, there's going to be people involved with it. But like Knoxville only did a few of the stunts. Steve-O only did a few of the stunts. They had like these couple younger dudes come through and they did some stuff. Yeah, they're too old to be doing this crazy shit. Well, Knoxville got a brain hemorrhage from the bullfight, so he's lucky to be alive. I mean, all in the name of content. Guy made an empire out of it. I know, because now we have stupid people like David Dobrik who do the same shit. Oh, that's that YouTube guy who got like in a lot of trouble, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's... He, like, almost killed his friend. Yeah. Because of, like, some crane thing that they were doing. He, like, took his eye, like, almost took the whole eye out of the socket, I think. It was nuts. His face was, like, fucked up. Um, but, yeah, the the stunts are crazy. A lot of really ridiculous ones, I gotta say. Um, but I, I honestly laughed the entire time. And one thing that I couldn't stop thinking about is that the first movie came out. I went to see it in theaters. I was way too young for it. And somehow I got my mom to take us. And she so she sat through the entire movie like six rows behind us. So she just looked like this fucking weirdo. That <laughs> just went to see Jackass by herself. And she was just appalled in the crowd the entire time. Goes to see movie, doesn't like movie, sits through movie horrified whole time. I love that. I she could have very easily gone to see any other movie. I used to do that all the time. If I wanted to see a movie and my dad didn't want to see it, he would buy me the ticket and be like, all right, go see your movie. I'll come get you one more time. Yeah. And he would go see the movie he wanted. That's exactly what I was hoping she would do. But nope, she was a trooper, sat all the way through it. But I will say my dad sat through Sex in the City with me. That's a trooper. That it, well, listen, he got to see women. Titties, sex scenes. Mm. Was there any dicks in Sex in the City? Oh, and then there's, uh, I don't think so. if I'm not mistaken, the first female jackass. In this movie. They haven't had a female on here yet? Really? A female, like a stunt woman? I don't really? believe so. They've they've had um professional athletes and stuff come through. Right. But no one that's like part of the cast openly. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I'm almost Who, positive. Uh, like anyone like famous stunt people or just like new people? Uh I I personally don't know them. Um I spoke to someone and they actually rec- they like knew one of the people's names and they like I guess have like a YouTube career. So Interesting. I'm assuming it's people that have made a name for themselves and didn't just, like, apply for the the role. Like, they probably have some sort of previous career. One guy's name was Poopies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Poopies. Poopies. And I actually made a previous statement about Preston Lacey looking like shit. Um, he actually, he, you know, he's aged. He looks a little bit like Louis Anderson now. But there's another heavy set guy covered in tattoos. That Zach Holmes? That's him. Rachel Wolfson. Yeah, that's the female stunt woman. Hmm. Cool. She uh, she gets the spotlight for a couple stunts. One specifically oh, is pretty says, fucking there's crazy. There's an article. She was on Jimmy Kimmel four days ago. Rachel Wolfson on being the first woman in Jackass. There you go. So, yeah. Wow. I'm surprised it took this long for them to have a, like a, like an actual female on the cast. There's a lot of female stunt women. Well, one thing. I, I mean... The cast itself were just like a bunch of friends. Like it was never right, just like people that came true. together. 
But I guess like with them, like with everything going on with Bam and then everything like with their age and like conditions and stuff like they had to expand. And uh, not only do they have their first. Wait, was Bam in this movie? No. What's going on with Bam? He couldn't stay sober. So they did the movie without him. There was a huge scandal about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Bam Margera is like he's in the shit right now. I. But I'm trying um, to remember. He was on a show. I hope it wasn't Viva La Bam, because... No, it was, um... It was, like, one of those, like, couples shows where you, like, fix your relationship with somebody. But uh, it was more like a family... Oh, it was, like, fa- it was family therapy. It was family therapy. So it was... God, the Margeras? Holy shit. That must have been nuts. Well, it was with the mom. His mo- I think his mom was there, and I don't think that his dad was there. I think it was him and his mom... And then there was it was like a whole cast of like reality TV stars who had like falling out like their strained relationship with their family. Poor Phil. So you got you got Bam Margera with uh f- fucking Tiffany New York from Flavor of Love and her mom, like Dina Lohan was there with her ex husband. It was a weird ass season, but I have to say I did watch every fucking episode because I was like, yeah, I like all these reality show people. I don't know the other people you listed, but poor Phil and April really went through hell. Like I'm sure. That the money that Bam made, he was able to like rectify the damage and stuff he would do to the house. But Phil and no, April, I he feel... fucked their shit up. I'm sorry, there is no amount of money that would compensate for that. that I mean, mental I'm... anguish. Well, I'm talking about like the things he would physically destroy. Yeah, the mental anguish that would happen from the physical destruction. Absolutely, there is no amount of money to fix that. I'm, I don't know, but regardless, I mean, now they're on family therapy, so I'm sure she has the fan, but. Well, duh. Well, anyway, this was a few years ago. But like, on, on top I'm saying, of, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, the trauma of like the actual prank itself, more so than the actual. Oh yeah, damage. I'm sure there's more. But on top of also, um, Rachel Wolfson, there were two guys that got brought in. One who's just who just went by Jasper, who I guess also had like a career previously, and then there was another guy. I don't remember his name, but uh, they now have two African American stunt people. Oh, awesome. So there's the two of them, Zach and Rachel, are all new additions. Oh, and also Poopies are all, <laughs> are all additions to um. What is I, I'm to the not Jackass seeing a crew. name for this Poopy character here. Poopies. Uh, he's, he's, his name is Poopies. Do you see his picture? You took the phone away. Hold on. Let's see. Do you see his face? Tell me. Tell me, do you see into the crystal ball? Can you see the future? Let's see. Let's see. So Jasper Dolphin, that's the one guy. That's Poopies? No, no, that's the guy that I named, that's named Jasper. Okay. Um. All right, so Poopies uncredited. Hold on. Uncredited Poopy. Sean... (laughs) Sean Poopy's McLearney. How do you? What? It's M-C-L-N-E-R-N-E-Y. Can I see it? I had I Googled it, so. Poopies. He did some fun McIrney. stuff. McIrney. Do you just not say the L? What L? That's an I. Are you sure? It's Mick. And then I-N. You're sure it's an I, though? Yes. Yes. Why would that not be a capital I? I don't know. 
That's McErnie. Well, you're also if if that's the case, it'd be McNerney because you're missing the N as well. Maybe. No, it's there. <laughs> you're reading it right well, now. <laughs> I know, but pronunciation is like a bitch because it, it just because it's written one way doesn't mean it's pronounced that way. Hello, look at Kansas and Arkansas. Kansas is pronounced Kansas. You're thinking Arkansas. Yeah, look at Kansas and Arkansas. Make it make sense, America. It's spelt exactly the same. You just put an A-R in front of Kansas, and it's now it's Arkansas. Bitch. Make it make sense. I mean, C-H also makes an S. Ch- Michigan. Ch- 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 k- 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 oh. M- Michigan. And um, I guess one last thing I have for you is that I'm all caught up. On? What have you been talking about for the last three weeks? <laughs> Euphoria. Yeah, dummy. That's that's what we did. We left we left after watching the Super Bowl to go, make it back to the hotel in time because the hotel at HBO. So we watched Euphoria. That Jacob's family left pee-pee on the floor. Yeah. Well, all right. So here's the. They're thing. just leaving pee-pee on the floor. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the privilege of being from like that family, but if you make a mess, I gotta clean it up before bed. I. Do you know how hard it was for me to go upstairs and go to sleep knowing that down here was flooded? I I can't go to bed with a mess like that. I give you credit because I feel like I would just be defeated and be like, I don't know what to do. That's what I did. Oh, okay. Because there was literally nothing I could do, but I was like, I need to do something. Fair. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't clean up the pee-pee. You don't got a Swiffer? We don't got a little wet jet mop? Just come on. Yeah. Throw a fucking towel down at least. You're telling me that family doesn't have a fucking Swiffer? Or some paper towels. I don't know. I got to say, though, congrats to Marsha. She seems like she's really feeling herself that day. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the episode didn't really grip me as much as some of the others. This episode was a little it was a it was a, a very calming episode. A little more filler than anything. It's a calm before the storm. Mm. It's a calm before the storm because next week is Lexi's play. Oh, is next, it the finale? No, no. Okay. Next week is episode seven. I think episode eight is the finale. Okay. Um, but this was a lot of just like character development and like storyline pushing. We're gonna talk about the dumpster fire that is the character of Cat breaking up with her boyfriend. Oh, dude, that scene pissed me off to no end. Me fucking too. And this is how I know. That she's not getting along with the director because can I tell you something? Real there's quick? no way that that would have been the same the scene with the cat from last season. I knew going into the beginning of that scene with her nails being the way they were. I was like, this scene's gonna make me mad. <sighs> this experience, this whole experience, is gonna make me mad. And I was telling Jackie, I was like, I hope that Ethan. Uh, yeah, I think I hope that Ethan was. left that diner. And two people or three people saw him deal with that, and they were like, "Get, get in the car. We're taking you to Pound Town right now. You're, you're gonna have your way with the three of us." Ew, I don't know if that's really like the way to proposition a seventeen-year-old, but go off. He's seventeen. That's right. Disregard. Strike that. For, <laughs> stricken from the record. Oopsie. While, while, my bad. <laughs> while I love your enthusiasm, he deserves while, so much more. While I know that we are going to just um, live outside of the realm of possible reality. 
we do have to remember that the show is portraying teenagers. So yeah, that is true. So but no, kid, no sex for the kid. But that fucking kid. kid, like he, first off, he handled it so well, and I, just, I like, I love that he just her call, to fucking lie. He called her out so bad on it. And I Absolutely, because I she, love that because she didn't. First of all, if you're gonna com- if you're gonna commit to a lie, commit. Mm-hmm. You got to commit to the lie. You can't be second guessing and like looking down at your fucking nails, twiddling your thumbs. And you can't. I'm sorry, a terminal brain thing. You're gonna see this motherfucker in school, and he's gonna wonder, hmm, well, how's your brain thing going? Because you don't yeah. look any fucking different. You can't. You can't lie about an illness like that, and not expect it to just blow up in your face. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it's funny. At this point, I think they're just dumbing her character down so much that, like, she's going to go away or something, and no one's going to care. I hope not. I hope not, because I actually really liked her character. See, that's you're, you're talking past tense, though. Her character had potential. And her character she's... had potential, and literally, since the since since they were in the hot tub, that's when I start, started not liking her character. After the hot tub, when she was like agreeing with cat like maddie and i'm like listen i know you're agreeing with her because it's your friend but like you could have just sat there and shut the fuck up yeah true also like how you're not gonna have your boyfriend at your friend's party (laughs) you know what i mean like obviously like okay you wanted alone time so i just i lost major respect for her because she was a very straight shooter in the first season yeah now now mm -hmm. part of me wants to know is this part of her character development is she becoming? Is she insecure in this relationship? So she's being insecure in general. I mean, she had a multiple personality breakdown. Well, not multiple. She developed a characters in her head a couple episodes ago. What character? Cat. Remember, she was like in bed, like trying to figure out her shit, and like there was just all these different per- like. Well, that was her mental representations. Her her terminal disease. That that's listen. Body dysmorphia and hating yourself is not. It's not a terminal illness. That is just mental illness. She's just being a teenager. Um, what else? What else? What else? I uh, I sobbed after that scene. Did you? Yes. Hmm. I listen. Aside from like the giant Viking dick, like at, once that part was over, a lot of the stuff that happened, I like was not expecting to be caught up in my feels so much that I had to pause it and like collect myself. And I was like, that's how I feel some days. And I was like, never have I been able to, like, vocalize that. Hmm. So when they do shit like this to her fucking character, it makes me mad. (laughs) Because how are you going to have a great scene like that? Like, Twitter and the internet went fucking nuts about that scene because of, like, the statement that it makes. And then now we got a few episodes, like, what is episode six? So this is four episodes later and you're fucking, you got a terminal brain illness all of a sudden that you're going to try to break up with your boyfriend who's been nothing but fucking honest to you. So why are you going to lie to him? Remember what he said? He called it though. He said he was going to do everything he could to make sure that she didn't get hurt in the relationship and it was going to be him. That was in season one. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Plot twist. They both hurt because now she probably feels like a fucking dumbass. Well, she looked like she was going to start crying at the end of that whole ordeal. As she should have. Yeah. Um, she should feel like shit for that. I'm sorry. That was a that was a very poor choice of things to now, do with your life. On the opposite spectrum of things that are good news, if Fez and Lexi don't bang, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> that standby me scene was so fucking cute. That was so cute. I personally love Somebody that said that they that made him they made him just talk through the song. I know. I loved that. He's you stand 
behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was fucking great. You were saying? I was saying something, and now... You said the internet? We were talking about Lexi and Fez? Oh, yeah. The internet was saying that that scene was, like, better than half of the sex scenes that they've had on Euphoria. Like, that scene of, of those two characters. Like, the way that she looked at him when he held her hand. He mm-hmm. talked, well, it's because you, you don't get to see genuine, like... Which is so funny because you would think that, like, someone like Fezco, like, the drug dealer, quote-unquote, um, like, he would be not a romantic, adorable person. But He's misunderstood. He well, because everyone else they're dealing with just, like, and I, I hate this word so much, but everyone else is dealing with just toxicity. <laughs> Everything is just fucking stupid, and everyone's an idiot, and for and a, a fucking pack your bags, you're staying with me. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> Do you know what she packed? She packed her fucking sa- her clown suitcase. She did her makeup really quick. She did, you know, the triangles above the eyebrows, red nose, red lips. She was clowning. Clowned out. Cassie needs to chill. Did You You didn't see the preview for next week, did you? No, I was turned She's off. She's in full Maddie cosplay walking down the hallway in the school. Spoiler. With Nate. Uh, like, arm in arm. And I'm like... Maddie, I hope you fuck this bitch up in the high school, please. Well, the um, I would like to make a general broad statement though about Euphoria. I'd like to make a statement, but I forgot. Je- this is Go just ahead. piggyback. This is just piggybacking <laughs> over something you said. Every single person on Euphoria is toxic in one way or another. I guess. I mean, I guess that's the point. Every single character that is like a main staple character that gets storyline is toxic in some way. I remember now. Um, the scene. With Nate and his mom. When they bring up the choking. Oh, yeah. That was some tense shit. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious as to what's going to happen with Nate as a character. Because this episode just solidified he's a piece of fucking garbage. You're just getting that now? No, no. I'm saying, like, it really just... It put the nail in the coffin that he's a piece of shit. Because there was, like, okay... Again, you're just getting this now. No. He was always a piece of shit. But, like, now he there's, there's no redemption for him. Even what he did for Jules. Like, there's no way to redeem yourself. After what he did to Maddie, I can't forgive it. I'm sorry. He he blackmailed someone in the first season. I and, know. And beat them. I know. And then choked his on-again, on off-again girlfriend. That's just high school things. Just curly things. Is that what it's called? That's one thing. That's, mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of stuff like that. No, he, he's he been a piece of shit. But like, <laughs> there was always like that glimmer of like, well, maybe it's, he's acting out because like he was like questioning his life. So he even says it in the car when with the with the disc. He's like, what are you like a good person now? He's like, no. Nah, yeah. I'm Dead not, ass. Yeah. I'm not a good when person. When he said that, I was like, you know what? Respect, because at least you're not lying to yourself thinking you're a good person. Yeah, he's and then the total I, I gotta give them credit though. The intensity of the, the Russian roulette scene. Even though he, he took all the bullets out, right? I don't know. I, I think know. when he was in the car with Jules, he's like there's no bullets in the gun. Or he says something, he's no bullets in the gun. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, that scene was that scene was really intense. It was intense because he was face to face, like, with the the love interest. 
And it's just like, imagine if he's just trying to make a statement. He just blows his brains out over his ex-girlfriend. So. <laughs> like, literally, and uh, f- in every way, essentially. Both literally, physically, spiritually, mentally, whatever. Yeah, so uh, a couple Easter eggs that, that were in Euphoria this episode that um, apparently some people didn't realize that when they did the close-up of the alarm clock, that they didn't realize that there was a hidden camera in the alarm clock. Please tell me you saw that. No. Maddie was at the house babysitting. This was before the scene with the woman in the pool. And, like, the woman's telling her, like, I'll be home in 15 minutes. And they do the close-up of the alarm clock. There's a camera in it. There's a hidden camera. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm a little shocked that you didn't even notice that. But that's besides the point. Then the scene with, with Nate in the bedroom. There's a sign on her wall that says, smile, you're on camera. That I saw, yeah. And I really want to know, does she have a camera in there? Does she have a security camera? And if she does... What is she going to do with that footage? Miss Madeline. You better work, bitch. I don't know what is it the like play obviously is going to show. What? The camera? In the hidden the, the hidden camera? The way that they zoomed in on the alarm clock, like it made it obvious that it was a hidden camera. So that's why when people are saying like they didn't realize it was a hidden camera, maybe it's just because I know what a hidden camera in an, like an alarm clock hidden camera looks like because I've <laughs> Okay. Well, because I've watched videos on like how to find hidden cameras in Airbnbs because I'm psychotic. I'm struggling mentally and I'm always on the defense. So I look for cameras everywhere because they do that. And it's a thing that happens more often than not. Are you looking it up? Did you find it? I am. And of course, it fucking brought me to Twitter. Oh, yeah. But oh, so the play next all the week way on the left there. Yeah. So wow. the play next week that Lexi's putting wow. on. Okay. I don't know the exact subtext or text of said play. Obviously, we know it's about the girls in Euphoria Land, and she's gonna expose some bitches. But apparently, she exposes something about Nate that makes him real mad. I'm sorry, I said that one more time. I was getting distracted. <laughs> Lexi puts something in the play that Nate sees, and it makes him really mad in the audience. So I don't know. I think he might put in... I think Lexi might put in either the choking part or, like, all the gay porn on his phone from season one. I think that this play is going to be just a major exposure of how shitty everyone is. Maybe. Maybe it's because be at great. one point in the play in the preview, like Maddie turns and is like, "Is this about us?" That's amazing. I wonder if it's gonna be like an extra long episode or something. Probably not. Probably not. But they did hire like Euphoria like wish versions actors. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, actors. But you know, how, like when you order something on online versus like when you get it. Mm-hmm. They ordered, like, the when you get it. I wonder if Tom Holland's one of them. That would be really interesting if this is the episode that he's in. If, like, Tom Holland plays Elliot or something. That would be pretty funny. Or if Tom Holland plays Nate. <laughs> I really, I really honestly just think Tom Holland was in the background in one of the episodes, and we'll never fucking know. He'll, he didn't have a single speaking word. You know, did I tell you they bought a house together? No, but I did know that. No, I did tell you that because you sent me the wax figures and Daya. 
I mean, you might have told me that, but yeah. I also knew that because okay. I have the internet. It's true. You do live on Twitter. I love Twitter. It's yeah. so good. That wax you, figure you live was also Twitter. really good. People were saying that it wasn't good. People are saying that it was a terrible wax figure. That wax figure, you look at that fucking hairline and you tell me that's not attention to detail. That, that'd be a detail for you specifically because that is your forte. Not even that. Well, not even just that. But like Zendaya has naturally very curly hair. Mm-hmm. So obviously when it's slicked back, it'll look slicked. But at that root, you're still going to have that curl coming in there. And they had that little, just that natural curl going in. It, I was very impressed by the attention to detail. Because some of the hair on these wax figures be looking jankety. I've only been there once and I didn't really care for it. Um. Oh, I I went to the wax museum like once. I like to just look at the figures, but... Going there, it's nothing special. I think most people you've been just, once, you bet you've been enough. I think most people just go there to look at the figures. I would hope. Well, like I'm saying, like I just like except for Paris Hilton, she goes and gets killed. She didn't die in the wax place. She died in like a warehouse. She still died in the movie. She did. She did. She did. God, what a great movie! Not really. No, it's one of those like can't. It was be. part. Of, it was part of like the like mid to early two thousands like reboot reboot house house of wax was good the same way like ghost ship was good it ghost w- ship wasn't good that's what i'm saying it wasn't good but no house has- of wax at least has like this campy it <sighs> certain movies come out and they're not received well mm-hmm. <laughs> and then five to 15 years down the line a new generation will approach that same movie with the eyes of like looking at it in a camp aspect and not taking it so seriously. And it'll gain that, like that cult following type thing. You're describing scream again, aren't you? No. Yes, you are. (laughs) This is exactly what you're doing. You bitch. I know your game. (laughs) I'm not describing this. I swear. Oh my God. But Jennifer's body released they did a horrible job advertising it they advertised the movie that they weren't actually doing and it didn't work in their favor it did it didn't do well at the box office it also wasn't a good movie everybody to you down the line there's like certain nuances of like the comedy and the um like dynamics of friendship and and all that that really resonates well with certain audiences and that's like what people really remember obviously like the horror gory aspect of it wasn't the best but that resonates with people. Josie and the Pussycats is another one. Um, like I just said, with the, what was the movie we were just talking about right now? Before this. House of Wax. House of Wax. That's one, House of Wax. I mean, just these movies that weren't good and then, like... Still aren't? Still technically aren't, but, like, with a, with a new perspective looking at it is good. I will say... If you want me to make like a scream reference, I probably can. I would prefer you didn't. Only, only because I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about the fourth one, and the fourth one really didn't do well in the box office. The fourth one did less than forty million at the box office, which I know, is you like you gave us all the statistics when the when scream right. came out. <laughs> but if you go and watch the fourth one today, it would still be bad. It not that it would still be bad. Is it my favorite of the movies? No, I'm not a fan of like the like the who like the the actual killers at the end, just because at the time it didn't work for me. 
But looking at it now, looking at the commentary that it has on today's society, it, if that movie came out five years ago, it would have done way better. Because it's really just like a looks at toxic social media. God. I'm not even kidding because that's one of the things that like the killer says. She says, I don't need friends. I need fans. And then one of the other things she says is like, you don't even have to be famous for doing anything anymore. You just have to have fucked up shit happen to you. It's true. So like looking at looking at that movie in today's world where like there's such a like a, a presence on social media and like people live their lives online and we have something stupid like the metaverse. Isn't a it wasn't there a, a movie, movie that came out not too long ago where it was like um people were doing like a group FaceTime or something and there was a killer. Oh, unfriended? Yeah, that's the one. Um I never saw that one because it looked stupid. Oh yeah, it looked like it was awful. It probably was, but I'm just like there, I feel like characters for that genre now are all becoming the same. It's just like the loner kid. There's the popular kid. There's like the influencer, the jock, like the. It's it's the See, same. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Those stereotypes always existed in movies. They just had better actors. And less accessibility to the modern world. And also, it's probably... Not even that. It's also probably just a matter of the writing. The writing... Like, people's writing today is really not as sharp as it used to be. It's it's very much like... Uh, like us. Lazy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but... But <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, that about does it for me. I gotta yeah, say, that about I, wraps it up. I'm, I think uh, we've I'm been starting rambling. to crash, and I have to be up in six hours. That sucks for you. It sure the fuck does, baby. But what I will say, last thing I have to say in regard to movies, I'd like to thank the Super Bowl for just laying down an absolute hammer with the Doctor Strange trailer. Oh, they did that during the Super Bowl. I think so. Either that know. or it happened right after the Super Bowl. I don't know, but I I remember seeing it. You know who's gonna be in that, right? Oh, bitch, don't I know it? You know who's going to be in that, right? They leaked the cast accidentally. Like, All three Spider-Men are going to be in that. Who's your source? Who's my source? Who's A source? fucking Disney person. Oh, why don't I have these things saved to action? Did I? Oh. You, you think you'd learn by now when you fucking do these things to me? <laughs> I really wish that I would have screenshot it then. When I fucking saw it. Well, because right now the floating rumors are Patrick Stewart. Absolutely. He's in the preview. Tom Cruise. Yes. Patrick Stewart, Tom Cruise. There's. I'm telling you, Alex, I saw a cast list and I'm like, oh, right. someone's getting fucking fired. R- the floating rumors are um, Patrick Stewart, Tom Cruise, Ryan Reynolds, Tobey Maguire. So I'm waiting to see what happens. All I know is that the hype that's building for this movie is going to be fucking crazy. The preview looks really good. I'm not going to lie. I was not a fan of the like Doctor Strange series. I might actually have to make time to see this movie. <laughs> the the one movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, I fell asleep during it. <laughs> it's the the origin story for Doctor Strange wasn't very interesting. Visually it was spectacular. Mm. But he grew as a much bigger character as the movies came along. And the it just looks awesome. I'm very excited. It took me two tries to really appreciate um Doctor Strange. Right. 
All right. Well, this has been a fantastic episode. I've very much enjoyed our our banter here. Like, comment, and subscribe if you want more episodes. Um, but also, like, peace out. Good night.